Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. The Bible tells us there are many things that our Father has made available to those of us who are born again, which are rightfully ours. Things that Jesus Christ bled and died so that they could be ours. Well, since that's true, at least that's what the Bible says to me and you, then we need to know what those things are. Believe that is true. That is, that God really wants those things to be achieved and received by me and you. And then do what we need to do to actually receive and achieve them in our lives. I mean, why not? God's Word tells us that they're rightfully ours. Then it's only right that we receive and achieve each and every one of them. So let's find out in God's Word what those things are that are rightfully ours and what we need to do to receive and achieve them. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 5. He said in verse 20, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. Before I go any further, let me tell you what woe is. That word woe right there is a prolonged form of oh. It's a prolonged form of oh. So even when you look at it in the dictionary, the Hebrew dictionary, it's oh with an exclamation point coming behind it. All the other words that you see in the dictionary, they have no punctuation marks. When you get to this one, it's O with an exclamation point behind it. Like this is the only way we can extend to give you the understanding of what this is really means. This is like, oh, oh, it's a prolonged form. It's a prolonged form. Now we laughing like, but we ain't in it. But the person that's in it, they ain't laughing. They like, oh, like the other person that was in the car with the person when the line, with the when the tiger snatched them away. I can imagine they say, oh no, no. Why? Because they loved one got snatched away by the the lion who came not but for two. Devour, to kill, to steal. He didn't come to play with him, pick up a play thing. Ooh, a toy. No, this wasn't no toy. This was lunch. Does that make sense to anybody? I like that a couple of weeks ago in Disney Park. It's a couple, it's a family, just having a ball. Playing right at the shore. They little son playing at the shore. They just think this is just so wonderful. We're going to get a chance to see the, the fireworks. And all of a sudden, a gator comes straight out the water, snatch up the child, drag him back underwater. Because they drag you underwater, drown you. And then they leave you down there later for, that's, that's their refrigerator. And then they come back and get you later. Praise God. But he, but he was just standing there, minding his own business. 
And all of a sudden, then the family is standing there. Because they didn't see it was going to happen. But they were in position for it to happen. They didn't see that it was happening. Because the gator was watching them. And the gator was planning. And the gator says, just stand there one more moment. Moving forward, those little eyes above the water. A little bit further. See, Pastor, all he's talking about me and this and this news. It ain't about snatched, gotcha. And then the family sits there and says, Oh, not my child, Lord, why my child? I serve you. I do what you tell me to do. No, you wasn't the one they snatched. They snatched the one that wasn't doing what they said to. Is anybody listening to me over here? It also translates, ah, a h. Ah! It's like, you know, have you ever hit your finger or something? Ah! Without a curse word behind it. It's just, it's just ah! There's another sound that's spoken by people who have prolonged pains and, and, and problems. It's, ah! Open, ah! Look, ah! According to God's word, this one woe comes. Once again, verse 20. Said verse 20, woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. We accept that one. How about this one? That put darkness for light and light for darkness. That put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. See, we have the privilege to be able to have God's eyes and God's sight. So that we don't call evil good and good evil. So we don't put darkness for light and light for darkness. See, according to God's word, woe comes when folk put darkness for light and light for darkness. That's because as a born again believer, as a child of God, that's who we are. Look at your neighbor and say, that's who we are. Pain and problem can be avoided by us. That's if we would just receive the guidance and direction, the guidance and an instruction that's rightfully ours and made available to us by the God that loves me and you. We can say no to the O that Satan wants us to experience. We can say uh-uh to the ah uh, that Satan tries so hard to get each and every one of us experience. We can deny it. We can say no, I ain't going out like that. In fact, practice it right now. Say I ain't going out like that. I ain't going out like that. Now, when it's a prolonged woe that can be avoided, that can be avoided. Can that can be what? Which means I can I can I can I don't have to deal with that. You mean some of the prolonged woes and oves that I be going through is stuff that I could have avoided if I'd have just listened to the guidance and paid attention. I remember, I remember, I remember my mama a long time ago. She saw it coming my way. I remember she took me to the to the to the minister that was in the church. Praise God. He was he was he was over the youth. Praise God. Took me to the minister that was in the youth. Praise God. She said, I, I set an appointment with you. And I'm like, I was polite. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Praise God. And I went to the church because she told me to. Praise God. Sat down in the minister's office, just like she told me to. And sat down there and, and listened to the man of God as he talked to me. I thought I was in a Charlie Brown cartoon. Wah, 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 wah. He was probably giving me wise, wise counsel. 
wah, 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 wah. And I was a polite young man. I was like, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said, do you understand? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, good. I'm like, well, thank you, sir. And then my mother came in and she, she said, she said, did you hear him? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you got it? I said, yes, ma'am. And they both just like looked all happy. And I went out and was just as hellish and crazy as I was before I walked through the door. Because I didn't listen. I didn't receive that counsel. I didn't even know it was counsel. Because as far as I was concerned, they telling me that this darkness that I'm dealing with, that I think is light, ain't right. But I already think I'm right. Because every man think he's right in his own eyes. See, I'm going to say this right as I can. It's okay for you to think you're right up until the time you find out what God say. Once you hear what he say, that's what's right. Everything else is wrong. And from that point forward, you're supposed to back away. Get away from that car. You're supposed to back away from whatever you was doing. Because now you know what's right. Because God shares with you the light in the midst of your darkness. See, God has this uncanny ability to do what other people can't do. And even the people that's going through all this woe and old too. And that is to be able to separate darkness from light and tell, it, and, and tell you which one is right. Turn to Genesis chapter 1, please. God can separate darkness from light. That's good news. Because remember, when you're in darkness, you don't know what the heck is what. You don't know, what, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what you're doing. You could be drinking from a glass, you don't know what you're drinking from. You could be eating something from a plate, you don't know what you're eating from. You could be with somebody, you don't even know who they was. Why? Because the only time you was around them was in darkness. But then later on, when you bring them to the church and bring them to the light, you get a chance to see that that precious person wasn't right. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, now they, hemor- now they got hemorrhoids that grew right as soon as they came through the door of the church. Flaming hemorrhoids, and they can't sit still. They just, just move from side to side in the seat, and then before you know they get up and got to go to the bathroom again, prayers God, and all of a sudden they got keep going, stepping out. Like, they telling, they telling you everything you need to know. That that hemorrhoid is about to be your hemorrhoid if, 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 if you keep on hooking up with them. Are you listening? <laughs> Genesis chapter 1. Everybody say a little Lord. Mm-hmm. So women here got a hemorrhoid. I got a word of God and I can lance it. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyway, we're in Genesis chapter 1. See, God can separate darkness from light and call each of them what they really are. He can separate darkness from light and call each of them what they really are. <coughs> that's, that's shouting ground, Genesis chapter 1. Especially in situations like this. <coughs> Verse 1 says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Eastside Troy say, all over the sucker. It was all over darkness, everywhere. But the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the deep. One translation says hovered above it because he hovers above it. Amen. He hovers above it. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, 
excuse me, go down to verse 18. And to rule over the day and over the night. And he divided the light from darkness and God saw that it was good. After it was divided, he saw that it was good. After it was divided. See, the problem is, is some people have darkness and light together and they consider it all good. I go to church, that's light. And I go out and do my darkness. That's, that's light too. That's good too. But God has the ability to separate darkness from light. See, everything was darkness until God separated light from darkness. And then call each of them what they are. Call each of them what they are. Well, in our lives, the same thing will be true. That is, everything will be darkness until we, number one, receive God's guidance and counsel and his instruction and let God separate light from darkness for us. When we let God separate light from darkness for us. And number two, when we receive his guidance and counsel and direction and, and, and instruction of what each of them really are. Now, once again, that seems so simple. Oh, pastor, that's simple. No, 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 it's a different when you think you're right. When you've been doing it for years. But then when God come up and tell you, that's darkness. If some of us be like, uh-uh. But God said, this is darkness, this is light. Woe to the person that calls darkness, light, and light, darkness. Why? Because God operates in light, even though God sees in darkness, God operates in light. Remember, he hovered above the darkness. He don't get down in the middle of this. Why? Because Satan will want to operate in that territory. And we will cooperate with Satan every time we continue to operate in that darkness. But a lot of people don't want to, they don't want to believe fat meat greasy. They don't want to believe that it could be that easy. And the reason why is because even though God calls one darkness and he calls one light, he calls one right, he calls one wrong. Everybody don't want to agree with that. Turn back to Isaiah chapter 5. I'll give you one quick example. I'll give you one quick example. Can I give you one quick example? I'm mean, just one, just one. Isaiah chapter 5. Remember the Bible was written to believers, right? Okay. We already accepted in verse 20 how they call bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That's why woe come. They call light for darkness, darkness for light. That's why it comes. Good for evil, evil for good. That's because woe comes. Why? Because they prudent in their own eyes. They wise in their own eyes. Verse 22, please. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine. And men of strength to to mingle strong drinks. He said woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine. He separated light from darkness. He showed you one is light, one's darkness. The grape juice is light. The wine is darkness. Because woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle drinks, strong drinks. So your margaritas, your rum and cokes, your, your Remy Martins, your, your vodka and cokes, your white Russians, your black Russians. Your margaritas. He said, whoa. Now, others don't want to believe that. That's why we go do it anyway. We go, well, this is just a brew. God said that's not what you're supposed to do. And then you wonder why all this woe in your life. Because just like you let him in that area. 
you let him in thousands of other areas because you are practiced at not doing what God said do. You're practiced at not following the counsel of God. You say flee fornication. That not only includes you doing it, but you're watching everybody else do it. Because you know the pornography that you're looking at, you're watching that somebody else do something. I mean, if you're going to get busted, you might as well do it yourself. Not that I'm counseling anybody to go do it. But it's bad enough when you get cracked. For what what you did. But you're going to get cracked for what you didn't even do. (laughs) You stupid on top of stupid. (laughs) I just broke in. I didn't steal nothing. I just broke in. I was just watching them. (laughs) If you're going to go to jail, at least pick something up. Praise God. Amen. (laughs) I don't know. It's just me. I mean, I'm a a logical individual. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So God said, don't do it. So we do it anyway. We say, well, I'm not doing it. I just watch other people. Well, amen. How about this? What if somebody was to come knock on your door and you were sitting in the house watching your mind your business, praise God, watching a nice clean movie, enjoying yourself. All of a sudden somebody come knocked on your door and you open the door and there was this couple and they said, excuse me, and then start pulling their clothes off, they lip locking and, and all that kind of stuff and pulling their clothes off and rubbing on and you're like what the heck? and then they're going straight into your room and stuff like that and then they knock everything off of, off, your, off your coffee table and stuff like that and then he done pulled off her clothes and unzipped hers and she done unzipped his and she done cocked her legs up like she at the, at the gynecologist and stuff like that, praise God and, 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 and all this is going on right there in the middle of your uh, right there on your table, right, right there on your table how many of y'all would be satisfied with that? Why are you shaking your head? Huh? How many of y'all would be satisfied with that? Hands, please. How many, and, and, y'all wouldn't be satisfied. You wouldn't, what, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't like that? You, wouldn't, you would do what? You shove them where? She said she shove them right back out the door. Because see, y'all would be thinking like, not up in my house. My house ain't no brothel. Well, every time you turn it on the TV, it is. Every time you watch the movie, it is. Because that person came right in through your television and sat right there on your coffee table. They came in right through your, 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 your telephone or they came right in through your... How many of y'all will have some person walk in and start pulling off their clothes and be all naked up in the middle? What well, if you knocked on that door and there's a naked person standing at the door? How many... She say she's slamming right back clothes. See, some people keep looking. And be like, wow. This is interesting. No, that's Pornography. You're supposed to call the police. I got this naked fool sitting on my, right outside my door. Outside, outside my door. Not inside my house. I didn't invite him in and tell him, sit down. Sit your naked butt down here. Just sit down. Don't worry. I'm not going to touch. I'm just going to look. How many people is that acceptable? Well, you do it every time you turn your phone on. You do it every time you, and, and watch something like that. You do it every time you turn on your little iPad, iPod, iPad, and, and watch something like that. You do it every time you turn on your little TV. You do it, you even pay money to go to the movies. It's not the whole movie, it's just that one part. 
so it can reheat up the butter in your popcorn. Praise God. <laughs> but God said, whoa. He said, whoa. But we don't follow his counsel. We won't follow his directions. I'm an adult. No, you're a fool. Because a fool says in his heart that there is no God. And if God said don't do it, then he mean. If God said don't be caught up in it, what did he mean? But we, guide me, God. God said, I am trying to guide you. You ain't listening to nothing I'm saying. That's why all this unnecessary woe going on. That could be avoided. See, everything was darkness until God came along. And he began to start accepting, nope, this darkness, this light. This wrong, this right. This you don't do, this you do as often as you can do. This. And we'd be like, okay. And then it gets all mixed up in our mind again. We need to receive his guidance and direction and let God separate light from darkness for us. Receive his guidance and direction for what it is that he has in store for us. Isaiah chapter 42, then we threw. Praise God. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? I'm an adult. I can watch anything I want to. Mm-hmm. You can eat anything you want to, too. Just go ahead and in the toilet and just pull out one of them brown turds and eat that, too. Eat anything you want to, too. Make sure you pick your teeth before you come out, too. So we ain't got to be dealing with all that mess. Isaiah chapter 42. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Especially young kids. They little hormones all over the place. Praise God. They ain't seen nothing but their own stuff. And they get to see somebody else. They like, ooh. No. That's whoa. That's whoa you're looking at. Whoa. If you told a horse whoa, what would a horse do? Amen. If God tell you, whoa, what you supposed to do? Uh, uh, duh. Uh, we we say in chapter 42. Let's go to verse 16. <laughs> verse 16. This God's promise to me and you. That's if we receive the guidance and the counsel and the instruction that he has in store for me and you. It says, and I will bring the blind by the way that they knew not. I will lead them in paths that they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked things straight. These things will I do unto them and not forsake them. God said, I'll do these things for you. I won't forsake you. I'm going to do these things for you. God will lead us who are blind to a place that we cannot see. But God said, just follow my direction. Just go where I'm telling you. Avoid what I'm telling you to avoid. And you're going to place it, make it to the place I got for thee. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you're learning that there really are things that God says in His Word that are rightfully ours. Things that God said in His Word that He's willing and wanting to do for me and you. That's why He sent His Word to tell us what He made available to me and you. But our response to what His Word says He's willing and wanting to do would be the determining factor of whether or not those things will actually happen for me and you. So come on, saints. Let's learn and respond properly to God's word that he shares with me and you so that we can achieve and receive the things that rightfully belong to me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. That'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults ages 18 through 30-ish who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. Fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. Hey, G-Dub be hanging. Child care is provided at no charge and VIP transportation services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints out there who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.